Talk Radio. Super stoked. This is a momentous event. It could mark another pivotal milestone in the great awakening of humanity. And it just seems like the time is now. And Mickey's put so much hard work and effort into building this whole series. Let's go. Let's go. The only conspiracy is that I asked people to look at the data, and the government officials are all concealing the data so that you can't see it. There's no data transparency. If you're a researcher and you want to go into this vaccine safety data link database, which is their their 100% reported, you can't get access. And if you do get access, they'll kick you out as soon as you find a signal. So they're hiding all the data. Because look, if the vaccines are safe and effective, then they should be opening up the data. How are they able to get away with like saying, oh, he's been debunked? Like, How do they get away with that? They own the mainstream media. The pharmaceutical industry is so wealthy that because they have no liability for the death and damage caused by their vaccines, they are so wealthy, they've been able to buy politicians, medical training, the media, everybody. And that's the great value of social media. The great thing about what you guys are doing is the word is getting out there. And it's got out there more than ever in the face of COVID because people no longer trust Tony Fauci, they no longer trust public health, and they most certainly do not trust the pharmaceutical companies. Anything else as far as like a word of hope? A word of hope, yeah. When I started, it was a handful. Now it's more than half the adult population of the world who are aware of this issue. So we are winning. It's painful. It's uncomfortable. But this is what winning looks like. Frustrating. Maddening. Maddening. But, you know, this is going to take us a while. Um, But tonight's The Great Awakening. Those of us that are trying to tell the truth are facing a lot of uh, harassment, essentially. So what's a word of hope you can offer? Oh, there's plenty of hope. I mean, The Great Awakening. Love wins. God wins. And we're seeing it right here tonight. Every step of the way, if we love each other um, and, and work together, we've got this. It'll never happen again. I'm not victim in this country, even though I am a Chinese-American immigrant, but I'm living American dream. Tell me which country I can go to with nothing. A hundred dollars, don't speak English, to run for U.S. Congress. So I love this country. This is an exceptional country, but our young people don't know that because they're being brainwashed. So there's something terribly wrong with my new country in educational system. So I'm trying to do my part, to tell my story, to educate, to wake up people, to say, hey, you know what, you really need to learn what happened to us. So many people are so afraid of the reaction they're going to get or what what are people going to think. And for me, my ultimate confidence comes in my faith. Uh, Because of my faith in God and who I know Jesus is and who he is to me, it's like I have nothing to be afraid of. Uh, this this world is going to end one day, and then there's after, the afterlife. There's heaven uh, for those that know Him, and so I, I don't walk with fear. Uh, it's interesting, actually. That's the number one message in the Bible: is fear not. Jesus said it more than anything: fear not. And so I just I just choose to, and you have to try to continually guard your heart and not be consumed by fear, and choose to to be courageous and have faith that when you say something that's from the heart, that's passionate, that even if it impacts just one person, will it be worth it? Yes, it will be. It's been fascinating to me just 
the, to see the population and see the hypnosis, if you will, and then those people that are open and have continued to get red-pilled, you know? Um, and so what do you think is the difference? Why are some people able to have an open mind and see the truth? You know, I, in some ways, I guess it's, it's partly, you know, I think we're born into it a little bit. Also, how we're socialized. I think, you know, our school system, depending on where you grew up, your school system can really dumb you down. And look, we have been taught to be compliant. We've been taught that we shouldn't be having difficult conversations, you know, all the political correctness. That's what got us into this problem, right? It's people that are afraid to just speak their minds. We've forgotten that really our founding fathers wanted us to be outspoken and celebrate our independence. And we've sort of gone this other direction over the last, you know, couple of decades where we're really, I think what this is what this film is going to be a lot about, moving in, whether you want to call it socialism or communism or, or at least what, you know, Ed Griffin says, collectivism, this idea that everybody else is more important than I am. It's Monday, June 5th, Year of Our Lord, 2023. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Christy Lee. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time to blow this scene, get everybody in the stuff together. Okay. It's been fascinating to me just the, to see the population and see the hypnosis, if you will, and then those people that are open and have continued to get red-pilled. You know, um, and so what do you think is the difference? Why are some people able to have an open mind and see the truth? You know, I, in some ways, I guess it's, it's partly, you know, I think we're born into it a little bit. Also, how we're socialized. I think, you know, our school system, depending on where you grew up, your school system can really dumb you down. And look, we have been taught to be compliant. We've been taught that we shouldn't be having difficult conversations, you know, all the political correctness. That's what got us into this problem, right? And it's people that are afraid to just speak their minds. We've forgotten that really our founding fathers wanted us to be outspoken and celebrate our independence. And we've sort of gone this other direction over the last, you know, couple of decades where we're really, I think what this is what this film is going to be a lot about, moving in, whether you want to call it socialism or communism or, or at least what, you know, Ed Griffin says, collectivism, this idea that everybody else is more important than I am, uh, it's just not true. If our body worked that way, if our cells started shutting us down and said, well, the other cells got it, I'm not important, then we would die. And I think that's what's happening to our society right now. We've got to celebrate ourselves. We've got to get into our own bodies again. And look, I, I think that a lot of people, it, it's sort of compassion is a weapon. They've been using our compassion for humanity as a way to undermine us. And so it's just getting back to critical thinking. I think more and more people are waking up. And what I always say is we don't, we shouldn't be focusing on those that are not waking up because they have always been there. We founded this country with a giant group of people that were complacent and not paying attention. Every great change on the earth happened, even though there's always a large group of people that are complacent, not paying attention. And in the end, whoever wins the battle, that group follows them. Yeah. So let them follow. Yeah. We're, we're never going to have to worry about them. They're always there in the middle, just waiting for whoever's going to win, you know, the argument of the day. And I, I have a, I, you know, spoiler alert, freedom wins. Is it hard still getting sucked into media attention because of your ex-husband and now he's running again? Is that difficult? Um, yeah, I think one reason I pulled away from uh, being in front of the spotlight is I didn't want to have to be faced with questions of judgment. 
because that's not what I'm here for. I'm not here to judge another human being ever. And, and, and that means judge anyone that would be hateful towards my daughter's father. I didn't want to hear it. I don't want to be a part of it. You know, that's not helping anyone. That's just creating this dysfunction and the downfall of our, of our values and of our world. So I decided to stay out of the camera and just work behind the scenes. And uh, it's the first time I've actually come out in front of the camera in a long time, other than my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and a few podcasts that I'll do, you know, and I hope to get mine back and going soon. So, well, uh, 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 oh, well, you know, I, I never really talk about politics, but I, I support the values of humanity and whatever we can do to get this country back on target again and help help people see what's really happening, that our freedoms are slowly being stripped. I would rather support people that aren't in, aren't politicians that are here not being paid off and not held captive by a group of the wealthy but really care about the country and want to honor the country and, and you know because it's our it's our kingdom. We are we stand for the kingdom of God and this is our kingdom and we have to have faith and cover it in God's grace. And to let you get on your way, my last question since this is called The Great Awakening, what's your message of hope for people? Oh, just that they find the heart and soul of who they are. That Great Awakening happens within. Every day we have to wake up in the morning and say, okay, God, what do you have for me today? I want to be awakened in a new level. And here we are, part of The Great Awakening. And I think if each of us keep that spirit alive, that's going to be the ripple effect. As a king, I really want you to touch upon this. I've lost friends, been accused of being racist just because I'm on this side. I mean, it's blown me away. It's, like, been really hurtful. How do we get past the division and come together and not, like, I mean, how do we reach, I guess, cross that divide? You know, division is a tool of the enemy. You and I may be different colors, but that doesn't mean that we don't want the same things, that we don't want to protect our children, we don't want to protect our freedoms, we don't want to be successful in life. The enemy uses that to keep us separated and keep us divided. As long as we are worried about what somebody's skin color is, as long as we're worried about somebody's religion, somebody's sexual uh, preference, or somebody's um, uh, skin color, religion, politics, then we're not together. We're not on a united front. And as long as we're divided, the enemy will continue to win. So it's just time that we get past all of those barriers and focus on what's important. And what's important is protecting our children and our freedom. Events like this in the past, there may have been a couple hundred people. Now there's thousands of people and thousands of people watching online and millions of people that are going to watch later. It's just really great to see that people are are connecting the dots. They're seeing what the problems are. They're doing their own research. They're not just taking somebody's word for it. And they're coming to the conclusion that they've been lied to. And when they say, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, not going to happen. You went through a great awakening when you were invited to sing, and then tell me what happened. Yeah, I mean, I got canceled simply because I refused to get vaccinated, and there was no, they weren't willing to um, honor a, a religious exemption of any sort. And so, yeah, I just, I took a stand um, because, you know, a free, freedom is, uh, it's, it was hard fought, hard earned, and uh, so many people dedicated their lives for the cause of freedom and uh it's it's not something it's not worth any opportunity uh you know to trade i i've always said that you're like the pioneer or the one of the first people to wake people up what's it like to now see all of this independent media up and down the aisle like people more people in it and and trying to open people's eyes 
I always, I always bet on humanity, and I believe when humanity was faced with globalist tyranny and depopulation and forced injections, it was in their own documents. People think I'm some prophet. I was reading this stuff 30 years ago. I was on there 29 years ago. They all said what they would do. So I believe that when they tried this, people would say no. We warned them it was coming, and it's happening. Uh, and so it's very exciting to see, you know. So you like that that there's now a larger pool of people that followed your lead? That was always the goal. I didn't want to be the only guy talking about this. I don't territorialize this information. I wanted to get everybody else on board to fight it. And once you create that chain reaction, it's over for the globalists. So I don't see it as like I'm the top talk show host or I'm the guy that has all the answers. When I see everybody else reading the same documents, looking at the enemy battle plan, and we're winning, I'm winning for my future. So this is a group effort. This is beautiful. A lot of folks came before me, you know, G. Edward Griffin and Ron Paul and the John Burt Society and uh, Mr. Welsh and everybody. So, and, and, and like people will come bigger than us in the future to fight tyranny. This battle is eternal, good versus evil. It's, it's a choice of the soul. And so I'm just honored to be here and, and to try to stop the next lockdown, the next pandemic, because that's that's imminent. The enemy is pre-prepping it. They're getting they're going to stage power outages, new wars. I mean, listen, we think this is great. We're waking folks up right now. This is humanity's instinct waking up. But I don't want to be a day late, dollar short. We shouldn't take the Great Awakening as an overconfidence, because the Great Awakening is a counter of the Great Reset. The enemy's coming with everything it's got. And so... I think right now, if it was a final battle, we'd win by 1%. I don't know what's going to happen in six months or a year. We are in the state. People better know it's game time. emergency. The new stay-at-home orders. We will shut you down. Don't think you can get on a plane or a train. This is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. And we will take you to jail. We've got to get them vaccinated. Or we will keep you in a facility longer. As the world was descending into synchronized tyranny, I began to ask myself, how did they get everyone to go along with this? Oh, it feels so good. I know. <laughs> Obsessed with finding the answer, I began studying every moment in recorded history where masses of people acted against their own self-interest. The only mechanism that would explain what was happening in society Screw your freedom, you're a schmuck was what is usually referred to as mass formation. We are now with an economy in crisis, but with an incredible opportunity. Unprecedented opportunity for a reset. Your Royal Highnesses, distinguished heads of state and government, the future is built by us. We need a great reset. Iodine is naturally acquired through the soil, which is at the foundation of our entire food supply. Modern farming techniques have stripped the soil of this essential trace element, which has caused an iodine deficiency in about half the population. And there are two things we need to do about it. We need to practice more regenerative farming. There are plenty of proven technologies in permaculture and biodynamics that will naturally keep the soil rich with iodine. And we need to ensure that we get the sufficient amount of iodine every day. Derived from ancient sea salts found thousands of feet below the Earth's surface, 
Our InfoWars Life Survival Shield X3 is hands down the best. Pure nascent iodine, stabilized in an activated triiodine form. For a healthy thyroid and a healthy metabolism, get yours now at InfoWarsStore.com. Just weeks ago, I warned the world that the globalists were going to move against Tucker Carlson to take him off the air. People said, no way, he's the most popular ever happened. They've got quadrillions in stolen money. They only had Tucker Carlson on the air because they believe they could control him. But as soon as they figured out they couldn't, he was taken off the air. It's the same thing with InfoWars. But InfoWars is not owned by Fox or controlled by George Soros or owned by Spotify like Joe Rogan. We are only beholden to our viewers and our listeners. And when you support us, we're unstoppable. I'm not underwritten by Rupert Murdoch or by George Soros. I'm underwritten by you, which is we the people. So I want to thank you for your support and encourage viewers and listeners to understand. Please don't take InfoWars for granted. We're barely hanging on. We need your word of mouth, your prayer, and your financial support while getting great products at the same time at InfoWarsTore.com. So don't procrastinate. Go to InfoWarsTore.com, get amazing products that keep us on the air, and never submit to these tyrants. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. to the American Journal. This is Christy Lee filling in for Harrison Smith today. Oh my goodness, wild ride coming in to work today. Uh, I thought I was closer. Moved south from the crazy area I was in before. Many of you, if you've been watching InfoWars a long time, probably had seen my many stories on the crazy, psychotic school board meetings up north where I was living before and I just couldn't take it anymore after they re-elected some of these psychos. So, you know, I was like, well, my fight here is over. I I need to take the fight somewhere else. Moved um, more south, thought it was closer to this studio while I got stuck in traffic on the way here. So I just got here, just got in the seat, you know, a little behind the scenes, letting you in on the know here. Um, So we led the show with my montage from over the weekend, the premiere of The Great Awakening. The Plandemic 3 series. Mickey Willis does such an amazing job. One of the things that's that's also really great about this film that you should absolutely just go ahead and watch just as soon as you can. I know we have it on our website, Infowars.com, and it's listed there. There's a link to see the whole video. But I really love Mickey's story. Like another case of kind of his personal story of The Great Awakening, having worked on the Bernie Sanders team at, at Recently, like, I mean, 2016 is when he was like all about socialism, essentially. And then you have this man who got red pilled individually and has put out such great work. Three different pandemic movies uh, that can really help to wake up others as people, they see that something's not right. They see that they've been lied to. And so I think people will be more and more willing to at least watch things like this. And so continue to push it. You know, I continue to have arguments with people that I'm like, my gosh, you have got to be smarter than this. You have got to question these things. And, you know, you just challenge them. If if you're so confident 
in your position, then just watch, watch what I have to share with you, you know, and you can do that obviously with all of the clips here on Banda video. Uh, but you can also do that with great documentaries like the one Mickey Willis just put out. And I was so happy to be a part of that. And it's so encouraging to be around like-minded people who have similar stories of waking up and getting out of the system, getting out of the machine and, It's hard to talk about day in and day out just the lack of justice and the evil that's going on. And so when you get around like-minded people that can give a message of hope, it's... It's refreshing to the soul. <laughs> it's it's well needed. And to that end, anytime I am blessed with getting to sit in the seat, I like to share a verse of the day. Today, I'm going to share from Romans 13, 11, and it is, do this knowing the time that it is already the hour for you to awaken from sleep. For now, salvation is nearer to us than we believed. And that is the promise, the ultimate hope that we have is that we have a blessed controller of all things, anything that's happening, any lack of justice that we continue to see that is so frustrating. We can know that it's only allowed to happen because he allows it to happen. I have been doing that whole read the Bible through a year and I get bogged down sometimes. And I will admit that sometimes I'm kind of fall out when I'm reading some of this, the Old Testament, but it's a good reminder that, you know, when there is evil, God will bring judgment. And so in many ways we are under judgment, but we have these opportunities to continue to share the love of Christ and hopefully wake people up to what's going on around them, but also wake them up spiritually because that is what's agreed upon is the connecting thing with with everything that's going on. So also over the weekend, late Sunday night, we hear of this other weird circumstance, this F-16 uh, with an unresponsive pilot that flew over the Capitol. And um, this brings so many questions. So I want to hurry up and give out this phone number because if you want to talk about the Great Awakening, if you want to talk about this other possible false flag, who knows what happened on Sunday night with this F-16, if you want to talk about um, January 6th, Uh, they're getting more and more sentencing and the more truth that's coming out about that, uh, feel free to call 1-877-789-2539. That's 1-877-789-2539. I have three guests today, so I want to make sure that I can have an opportunity to talk to you. And so we're going to take calls at at least (laughs) the end of this hour. Uh, So go ahead, start calling now so I can talk to you uh, at the end of this hour. Just call that number and, and really any of those subjects or anything that's on your heart. I love connecting with you guys. You are the best audience. So smart. It's so refreshing when I have to argue with dumb people half the time on social media to talk to people that are, and many times you, the audience, uh, you've been at this longer than me. You've been red-pilled longer than me and I learned so much from you guys. So feel free to call. But anyways, so many weird things that happened on Sunday night uh, with this F-16. So apparently unresponsive pilot. So that immediately brings the red flags of like, okay, is this another uh, person that was vaxxed situation. Why did the the plane fly over there and then turn around? Um, and then you get to the connections of who was on this plane. It says an NRA executive, this is from the Daily Mail, 
An NRA executive has revealed her 49-year-old daughter and two-year-old granddaughter were killed. So sad, along the girl's nanny, uh, along with the girl's nanny and the pilot, when that private Cessna plane uh, crashed in Virginia. And so it says that Barbara Rumpel, she was um, connected to the NRA. Uh, the The family were huge donors to the Trump. Um, campaign and so you have to wonder about malfeasance there you also have to wonder about the timing of like okay here's another supposed they thought the the capital or you know the white house or that area was being attacked again because we just had a white supremacist drive in to the gates of the white house with a neatly <laughs> placed nazi flag that they ended up taking out and laying out you know for the for the pictures to see and this Indian is who it ended up being, ends up getting completely all charges dropped. You know, well, we continue to have to see what's going on with the January Sixers. To that end, let's finish out this segment with this that we're finally getting some truth and answers with the January 6th situation. John Solomon is releasing them, and, and here's just a clip of, of what he's already found that's stunning. We have spent hours going through the footage, trying to come up with the ones that have the greatest public interest to the American public. And so uh, we're going to see security vulnerabilities at January 6th committee. The Democrats committee didn't want exposed. They didn't want you to see some of these extraordinary moments. For instance, while officers were in the front of the Capitol fighting for their life uh, to keep people out of the Capitol on the front side, right, we see some of those violent confrontations. On the back side of the Capitol, you're going to see early next week uh, a, an easy entry door that the cops made available by hitting a fire door and all of a sudden uh, hundreds, not dozens, but hundreds of the ultimate uh, people who went into the Capitol go in uncontested by the police through a back door. A massive security failure. We're going to show you things about the pipe bomber and why it seems implausible that the FBI can't figure out who this suspect is based on what we've Thank seen. You. Yeah, uh, that's a big one. You've been talking about that for a long time, mm -hmm. and you're right about it. Um, you're going to see the Secret Service uh, uh, taking a certain action that is going to raise questions about right, their security protocols. We are going to be talking more about this. Our guest at the top of the 9 o'clock hour is going to be John Strand, who was just sentenced for his role in the Capitol insurrection. We're going to talk about that and talking to you. Turbo forces back, sold out for eight months. And it's Turbo Force Plus. We made it even stronger. The strongest long-term energy you're going to find anywhere. Turbo Force is back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. It's not just wide-spectrum natural herbs that time release over 10 hours. It should be called 10-hour energy. It has a bunch of vitamins and minerals and a bunch of other key things and amino acids that turbocharge everything and are good for your heart, your brain, your liver, you name it. Uh, it, it, it is the super fuel. Brain Force Plus is great. Brain Force Ultra is great. They're two different nootropics. They go good with this. But this is the King Kong. This is the boss. Turbo Force, back in stock, discounted. Infowarsstore.com. More power, more strength, more energy. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today.
You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Christy Lee. Watch it live right now at band.video. This is just the kind of music I need to wake up. <laughs> like, these guys know what I like. <laughs> Fun. All right. Everybody wake up. I know I need to wake up. Happy to be here. Christy Lee here and for Harrison Smith. We were talking about January 6th and also just more. I mean, it just continues to flood out. The the lies, the propaganda that we were sold, the Hollywood script. They added flipping audio. They added audio where there was no audio. I mean, it's insane. And when you discredit and in, when there is anything that's deceptive like that, you're discrediting the entire thing. And hopefully people are wise enough to... Uh, make those connections. But we have that going on. We're going to be talking to John Strand. He was facing 20 plus years for walking around the Capitol, essentially. He was just sentenced. So we're going to hear his latest update. update. Um, And just people are continuing to be attacked and targeted for their involvement in a day that was based largely on lies. So we're going to talk about that. I want to get your opinion on MTG, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, flip-floppy on January 6th. I was really weirded out when she was saying, oh, we can't we can't show you everything because of security. Then I guess she was saying it was for the protection of making sure the, that people weren't even more doxxed or harassed that were shown in that tape. So I don't know what to believe about her anymore. I'm always trying to keep an open mind because... I really, really have liked everything she's about, but then her relationship with Kevin McCarthy seems kind of weird and suspect. And then that to come up with the mainstream media narrative that we can't release all of the January 6th tapes because of a security issue. I'm like, that doesn't, that's not good. That doesn't sound good. That makes me suspicious. Um, we also want to just, I just want to ask you to pray for January 6er Daniel Goodwin. I was going to try and get him on the show today, but he is being sentenced literally later today. So if you could please pray for him. We're not seeing a whole lot of justice. What we are seeing is continued exposure, and we have that continued exposure because of outlets like this, because of InfoWars, uh, because I know Alex has continued to press on in the face of a lot of adversity. So saw those commercials on the products. Make sure that you get the products. Uh, I love all of the InfoWars supplements. Check out InfoWarsStore.com. That is a way that you can continue to at least support the exposure. We may not see justice all the time. We may get really frustrated that we're not seeing more accountability. But the one thing that we do have that we cannot take for granted is the ability to talk about it, the ability to have the exposure. And we have that largely in part because of the work that Alex Jones has pioneered and has allowed to happen here on Enforce. All right, let's take your phone calls. Simon from Florida wants to talk about the Shangri-La conference and how, oh, the U.S. media is not covering this. So Simon, what do you got for us? Hello there, Christine. Pleasure to speak with you again. Thank you for taking my call so quickly. Um, at the weekend, we had the Shangri-La conference. This was Friday, Saturday, Sunday in um, Singapore. And I did actually have the opportunity to set this up at length with Harrison last week. So it was important to um, give a quick call in and update the audience on what actually occurred. So I do appreciate greatly your um, focus on the domestic goings-on and the injustices of um, January the 6th. My role seems to have devolved somewhat, as Harrison often says, the InfoWars foreign correspondent. So to get to the point, 
Um, President, I'm sorry, Secretary of Defense Austin on Saturday gave a speech setting out the uh, American position with regards to development in the Indo-Pacific area, in particular with um, Taiwan. That was considerably restrained um, and didn't really have that much of an impact. The Chinese seemed to have anticipated that he was going to somewhat um, pull back. In um, response, their Chinese Secretary of Defense, General Li Shang-Fu, um, came to the conference and um, gave his speech on Sunday, the following day, and very dramatically and much like um, Patton in the famous American movie, um, went up onto the stage and gave a slow and somewhat exaggerated salute that the Western media seemed to interpret that he was saluting the other military officers in the audience from a variety of nations. But I think that was a misinterpretation, and really he was actually saluting the Chinese nation because he was indeed there to defend their honour. And he really was outnumbered, kind of 10 or 20 to 1, because it was quite an adversarial group in the audience. So um, he um, gave an, a number of points that were in some ways interpreted in the Western media as being kind of like threats. But I really don't think that was quite fair. They were really more like warnings. So in particular, he said that um, if America continued forming um, blocks and alliances to confront China, then the uh, world would end up in what he called a whirlpool of conflict, which mm. is an interesting um, visualization. That was very much linked to the um, overlapping alliances that caused World War One to suddenly spread from you know a small issue in Serbia to all of a sudden every great power in the, in the world fighting each other, resulting in millions of deaths. Mm -hmm. So you know, possibly quite an important warning from history there. His his other point that he um, made was that were um, China and the United States. Um, to end up in a full-fledged confrontation, that it would be an unbearable disaster for the entire world. Wow. So these were quite, you know, quite big concepts and, and warnings, you know, to the international community. But what wasn't picked up on at all, and I won't go into this in detail. I actually did it on a on a um, Twitter feed on um, Jason Q Citizen Number One at length for an hour last night. People can go to that if they're interested in hearing the details of what he had to say. But he um, proposed a new Chinese security initiative, which was four concepts designed to change the relationship between China and America and also instill a greater sense of peace and security um, within the Asia-Pacific region. And this is at the same time Stories are now leaking out in the Middle East about um, several countries that have been long-standing allies and actually host the U.S. Fifth Fleet in the Persian Gulf, being under um, Chinese-mediated discussions to instead form a defense. 
defensive line to control the entire Persian Gulf, completely excluding the United States. Mm. So there are, there are even more um, huge shifts in world affairs that, that are occurring. And um, I'll be discussing some of these tomorrow um, at the um, 1 o'clock Eastern time with um, Alex, unless some other calamity in international affairs occurs and um, he has to redirect the nature of the show. But I just wanted to give the audience an update and, and let you know, um, once again, thank you for all the domestic work that you're doing. But there are external forces that are very much applying themselves to United States interests overseas. As we um, as we speak. Well, we thank you, Simon, for staying on top of it and for talking about it. It does make you wonder how much sometimes we think that the mainstream media talking about something is purposeful and it is a way to, I mean, to hide the truth essentially. And I think that there's many examples of that. Of that, but I think sometimes it's just a naivety. I mean, what I've seen happen to mainstream news is a bunch of green, young, just graduated from college folks taking it over, and they probably just don't have the worldly knowledge and the historical knowledge that you, someone like you, do, Simon. That's following all of these things to you know that are going on, and not to make an excuse for them, but I'm just giving another side that sometimes it's just simply a lack of. Of, of global knowledge that makes them not even want to dig into this kind of stuff. But thank you to amazing uh, viewers like Simon to, to keep us in the loop. Back to your phone calls as soon as we get back. Ladies and gentlemen, the truth, the solution is laying right there in front of you, hidden in plain view. Please listen to me in the next 60 seconds. If you go to Wikipedia, it has links to the UN Zone website where they admit the number one cause of cognitive disability in the world is iodine deficiency. The number one preventable cause of intellectual disability is lack of real pure iodine in the body as they bomb us with the bad halogens, bromine, bromide, chlorine, and so much more. Upwards of 2 billion people in a Lancet Medical Journal study in 2007, worldwide have cognitive disabilities because they don't have high-quality iodine. Most iodine is bound to other elements. You don't absorb it. We have X3, all three types of the good iodine together that supercharges your body. X3 is now back in stock at InfoWarsTore.com. It's being sold out for over six months for 25% off. X3, back in stock. Take action now. InfoWarsTore.com. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed, dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. Why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
back to the American Journal. We're talking to you guys because I do have guests later on the show and I'll try and mix in your phone calls as much as possible. This is why I love coming here, talking to you guys. Uh, I have John Strand coming up at the top of the next hour. We're going to be talking to Joshua Reed, an amazing researcher and host uh, over there at ampnews.us, which is where you can also find my show Monday through Friday, ampnews.us. And then we're uh, going to be talking to Ali London. I mean, because it is Pride Month and he's a detransitioner, he has some pretty strong feelings about what what's going on this month and, and what's become of this transgender. But uh, back to your phone calls. Let's go to Drew in California. Drew. Awesome. Nice talking to you for the first time, Christy. I just, I just talked to uh, my grandmother so she could, you know, maybe put something into the show as well. But all she said is uh, Christ is king. Everybody better get with it. I don't know. I mean, that's about the best way she could put it. Thank you, Grandma. I mean, Christ is king. And it is time for y'all to get with it. I mean, as mad as you feel about just lack of justice, lack of accountability, uh, this should tell you something. We are in under judgment, and you better get right with God and figure out what he wants you to do, what his plan for you is in right now for such a time as this. Right, Drew? Correct. I want to go really out of subject real quick, just because I'm on the line now, is uh, if Alex is able to get some funding or whatever together, get people, I don't know, get a workshop going, the free energy. There's this one guy in California that made a one to six. Uh, power ratio uh, magnet motor so you can you know self-feed itself and you can you can power your whole lock with this stuff yeah I mean there's been so much evidence of free energy suppression and uh, I mean why not we have some smart people let's get something going and and figure out what we can do uh, in the meantime thank you Drew I want to stay on this subject of um, biblical importance (laughs) let's go to Carrie in Minnesota Carrie go ahead yeah hey Christy good morning good morning uh I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. I'm pretty sure you probably don't have the answer for it. It's all biblical. Um, <laughs> do you know what the fig tree generation is? The what? Say it again. Uh, the fig tree generation. Have you ever heard of it? Uh, I have not. Go ahead. Tell me. Okay. The, uh, Christ, Christ in the New Testament said, learn the parable of the fig tree. Why? It, it tells you because it sets up the last generation. And when I talk about the last generation... I'm not talking about the end of the world because the, the world's never ending. What's ending is <clears throat> this this earth age that we're in right now, which is the second one. There's three. Uh, second Peter chapter three will verify that the three world ages. Hmm. Not taught in most churches. Uh, what's going on right now? You you are witnessing God basically opening the eyes of many people, yourself included, to evil um, and just exactly what Satan's world is all about. Which hmm. we know if you if you read Luke. God gave this planet, this second Earth age, to Satan, the prince of the air, to have his way. So all of the stuff that's been hidden for all these centuries and decades is now being exposed, just how bad it is. 
behind the scenes and people are starting to wake up. But the big problem is um, you're not getting you're not getting in context uh, chapter by chapter and verse by verse the word of God. You in particular, you say you're doing this thing with the Bible for a year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like if 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 I said that flying saucers are in the Bible, if I said that time travel is in the Bible, if I said that uh, you know uh, supernatural is in the Bible and everything told with 100% accuracy, um, you know, you look at me and maybe they got two heads, but that's because the Bible's not taught. Most of what's taught on, on this planet, scripturally speaking, uh, from the Christian aspect is the traditions of men, which God rails against, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So the fig tree generation started in 1948, Christy. There's no, there's no, I mean, every actual real scholar of God knows that's when it started. And uh, if you want to know who those people were that were alive and in place in 1948, May of 1948, uh, those were the World War II folks. And if you've noticed, especially since the COVID thing, um, how crazy the world is, and you're seeing it, like like Simon said, you're seeing alliances and things going down that have never happened before yeah. for a reason. Um, God basically wrote this letter to man, um, and it's like, it, you know, when you talk about love, it's the ultimate love letter because um, you know, where does love originate? Well, you can't order love, Christy. You can't buy love and you can't force it. If it doesn't originate from the person, from the soul, it isn't real. And that goes with, goes with relationships or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. So you're witnessing basically the end of the second Earth Age coming about. And the New World Order, uh, according to Scripture, isn't going to get going. Uh, I think the United States, because the United States has the lion's share of the house of Israel um, in it. And I'm not talking about Judah. I mean, th- this whole thing would probably take 25 minutes to explain it, you know, with enough uh, understanding so you could do this. That's why the Shepherd's Chapel, for instance, the largest Christian church on earth, um, teaches the Bible chapter by chapter and verse by verse, where the individual student that partakes learns at exponentially faster than than any other church because no one's teaching, you know? So, so you we're go, obviously you not going to have enough time to go over it. How do we learn more about what you're talking about? Uh, if you want it from the horse's mouth, uh, the sergeant that started the church, Shepherd's Chapel, is dead. He died in 2014. He, he was the scholar that basically uh, uh, deciphered the Bat Creek Stone, which is sitting in the Smithsonian, which was discovered, uh, and he translated it uh, correctly. But um, the Shepherd's Chapel basically has been as you know, worldwide, China's their biggest growth, given, you know, Christians, both think about that. You yourself uh, would do a fantastic walkthrough. Um, if you pick a book, go to YouTube, put in shepherdshepherdjack.com. You just pick up whatever book you want to go through, and it, you go through it in, I mean, a matter of days with, with, with understanding. Mm-hmm. It's Dick and Jane. The Bible is Dick and Jane simple when you actually got God's real teachers teaching it. Mm-hmm. And the, all of the stuff that's happening on this planet is in print, and it's happening now. We are at the end of the second Earth age. Satan is coming as Jesus Christ, like it says. Mm-hmm. The world's going to wonder after this dude because they don't know. That's why in Second Thessalonians chapter two it says God's going to make sure this happens because this is a love lesson, a a, a learning thing that's going to have to happen to save as many as can be saved. The rest are going in the lake, and they'll be destroyed. So. All right. Thank you, um, Carrie. We're going to have to dive into that uh, on our own because those are some heavy subjects, but all always fascinating. Let's go to Andrew in New Jersey. Andrew. 
Oh, hey, Christy. It was a pleasure. It was great watching the film last night. And it reminded me of two stories that I covered for the news and also when I was delivering food. <laughs> but the first was um, Muhammad Messenger of Peace. It was a, some type of a terrorist attack in New Jersey, and the Muslims got together to condemn it and say, we don't believe in that, and the, you know, and the Quran doesn't really teach this. And we interviewed the Muslim woman that immigrated here. I, it was either from Pakistan or Afghanistan, and she loved America so much that she literally started tearing up mm -hmm. that she would make Alex Jones look like a communist. <laughs> so my point is that... Um, the people that don't grow up here don't appreciate it as much. And it was so different for her. She said that even though she was Muslim, that she was a different denomination, that they're 61 and she went to medical school and the other females that were Muslim wouldn't speak to her because she wasn't the same denomination unless they had to for the class project. So when she came here, she couldn't believe that people were nice to her and actually talked to her. She was like blown away. So America was, it blew her expectations, like mm -hmm. it was vastly better. She she was literally in disbelief. And I did another story, good and bad, though, after in Dunkin' Donuts. It was the Cuban uh, freedom, and I actually had a translator in Spanish, and the, the guy was so happy to be here, and he said he couldn't believe that there were other Cubans that were free, and he kept using the term free, and he was actually l literally looking around the neighborhood in front of the municipal building. And he's like, oh, Cuban people live there. There's actually a whole, he was stunned that there was like neighborhoods with Cuban people that he kept saying were free. And I was blown away by the story. And I went into the Dunkin' Donuts after, and I just started telling the girl that worked there what I just covered. And she was like, well, no one's really free here either. So that shows like the school system, how terrible they're indoctrinated yeah i mean they, it's really eye-opening when you talk to people who actually know what's going on that have been outside of the u.s and know what the u.s has offered and promised and can appreciate that and not dog it like the universities and the public schools that make america seem just like a land full of white supremacists with no opportunity uh, you got to talk to people that know back with john strand just weeks ago, I warned the world that the globalists were going to move against Tucker Carlson and take him off the air. People said, no way, he's the most popular that ever happened. They've got quadrillions in stolen money. They only had Tucker Carlson on the air because they believe they could control him. But as soon as they figured out they couldn't, he was taken off the air. It's the same thing with InfoWars. But InfoWars is not owned by Fox or controlled by George Soros or owned by Spotify like Joe Rogan. We are only beholden to our viewers and our listeners. And when you support us, we're unstoppable. I'm not underwritten by Rupert Murdoch or by George Soros. I'm underwritten by you, which is we the people. So I want to thank you for your support and encourage viewers and listeners to understand. Please don't take InfoWars for granted. We're barely hanging on. We need your word of mouth, your prayer, and your financial support while getting great products at the same time at InfoWarsTore.com. So don't procrastinate. Go to InfoWarsTore.com, get amazing products that keep us on the air, and never submit to these tyrants. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Christy Lee. Watch live right now at band.video. Happy Monday, folks. 
We are covering all kinds of subjects, having so many amazing interviews and talking to you. Thank you for your patience when you call in and you wait. And I always try and get to the, your phone calls as soon as I can. So feel free to continue to patiently wait uh, as I bring in our new guests. And then I'll try and mix in your mix your phone calls back in because um, you guys are awesome. And you always have so many so many insights and uh, messages to share with the rest of our audience. And I love that. So we're talking to John Strand. He served as security for uh, Dr. Simone Gold. And while Dr. Simone Gold, she ended up taking a plea deal. He felt convicted to um, stand his ground. He says, I'm innocent. I I just walked around. I I didn't do anything wrong. So I'm not going to take a plea deal and um, admit any kind of guilt. And I'm willing to face up to 20 years in prison to take that stand. Uh, so we're we're catching up with him and let's go ahead and bring John on and we'll have him for uh, the, the next couple segments as well. That's the plan anyways. <laughs> so welcome in, John. It was so good to see you. John was also at the pandemic premiere. We're going to be diving into plenty of things and we'll have time to do it. But I just wanted to get, what did you think of, of being at the premiere over the weekend? Yeah, thank you for having me on, Christy. The premiere was uh, nothing short of fabulous. Uh, I thought the film was really, really powerful, really special movie. Mickey Willis is a, such a talent. Um, it's such a such a patriot, man. Um, just a fantastic human being. Really proud of him and his and his integrity and his perseverance, and certainly of his creative work as a fellow filmmaker. I was just really inspired by that movie. So I highly recommend everyone see and share. Great Awakening. And we're going to get into the ins and outs of the latest developments of what we're learning about January 6th, as well as you have just been sentenced. But before we do that, since this is our short segment, I just want to give an opportunity for you to introduce yourself, why you were there that day. Um, how did you get roped into all this? Yeah, so my life turned upside down, as most people's did in 2020 with the lockdowns and all of the uh, virus propaganda that we've been pummeled with. I recognized it early on, I think earlier than anyone I know. And I started leading a counter freedom revolution called the Beverly Hills Freedom Rally. And that's how I came to know a number of public figures in the freedom fighting space, including Dr. Simone Gold, who is the founder of America's Frontline Doctors. So I've been the creative director at America's Frontline Doctors for several years now. And working alongside of Dr. Gold and other AFLES um, folks, uh, I I came to be in Washington, D.C., on January 5th and January 6th of 2021 on an East Coast speaking tour where Dr. Gold was scheduled uh, at multiple places, including uh, outside the Capitol on January 6th. So I was her security detail that day, uh, guiding her through a crowd of a million people, which has a lot of challenges in itself. And of course, then uh, the crowd got confused and chaotic. And then we were swept inside of the building with that crowd uh, while she was attempting to give her speech basically on the steps. So that's how I got into the whole J6 um, saga. And um, yeah. the Because before the, that, you were doing some acting and modeling, right? Yeah, I've been a full-time artist for many years. I was actually a musician first. And then for the last 10 to 12 years, I've been a full-time uh, fashion model and an actor based out of Hollywood in New York City. Well, you don't usually um, have integrity and uh, actor, fashion, Hollywood model, any of those things in the same sentence, but I am blown away by your integrity. I can't imagine how scary it was to face your sentencing, and you faced it um, on Friday, correct? It was just uh, this past Friday, correct? June 1st. I think that was Thursday, but the blood days are bleeding together. <laughs> yeah, in, in Washington, D.C., um, following a, a, an eight-day arduous trip, 
trial in September of 22. Uh, we completed the sentencing on June 1st. Okay, but before and- you tell us what happened with the trial and breaking it down, because we only have 30 seconds, that's going to serve as our tease. We're going to be back with John Strand. He is going to say what happened in the courtroom as he was facing uh, 20 plus years for just showing up essentially on January 6th. We're going to see what he thinks about uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene and her flip-flopping on whether or not the public should get to see all of the January 6th tapes and more. So stick around. In the meantime, use the commercial break to buy some InfoWars store products and support us. American Journal with your host, Christy Lee. Watch it live right now at band.video. Wider, Mr. Yes, welcome back to American Journal. That's how quick that first break is. We are on with the uh, man of integrity, John Strand, who was at the Capitol on January 6th and has faced... Oh my goodness, so much ever since that day. And so he just had his sentencing on Friday. He was facing uh, decades in prison because he decided not to take a plea deal. He decided to uh, stand on truth is really ultimately what it came down to for you, right, John? Exactly right. It's It's a stark choice oftentimes between uh, what we know is the right thing and what we believe is, uh, you know, possible or convenient or expedient. Um, And that's inherently becomes complicated, I understand, but I think sometimes it needs to be clarified a little bit. And uh, for me, it was very simple. All right. So we teased it before the break. Break down what happened in the courtroom on Friday. So uh, uh, June 1st, which I think was Thursday, um, that was the sentencing following my trial in September, where, of course, I was forced to um, basically participate in a total sham um, political theater uh, entirely scripted in advance with quite a cast. Let me tell you, um, it was a award winning production, as Washington, D.C. will always do. So I was, uh, you know, predictably convicted on all five charges, despite plenty of exculpatory evidence showing I did nothing wrong, <laughs> um, which we'll also talk to you about uh, the bombshell video that we just released that really uh, dis- displays the accurate picture of what I did on that day. But in September, I was predictably convicted by the Washington, D.C. jury on all five counts. That's a 20-year felony plus four misdemeanors, up to 23 years of potential maximum prison time. On June 1st, I was sentenced by a Washington, D.C. judge to 32 months in prison and 36 months of supervised release. So that adds up to the government continuing to torture me for almost another six years. Where do, where exactly do you have to go to prison? Do you know which prison you have to uh, go to? We are in, um, under the impression from what we've heard from the court that um, I'll be assigned to a men's facility in Pensacola, Florida, which is the state I'm currently based in. Okay, so I mean, I guess we try and find the glimmers of light in this. At least it's not the DC gulag and, well, and yeah. <laughs> what, what they've been facing. Um, but it's one thing that you said that was interesting is your um, yeah, apparently your judge said that he oh he could have sentenced you to less time, but for do you want to talk about that? 
Yeah, that's one of the, well, that's probably the most interesting thing, honestly, from the sentencing. And and really the whole J6 um, bedsurrection uh, event. And that is, um, it, all of this is about silencing those who would dare to challenge the government. That's really what it comes down to. Uh, and so in my case, despite the 23 years of potential prison for all of the charges, none of them had a mandatory sentence, even the 20-year felony. So the judge was entirely uh, within his discretion uh, to sentence me to zero days in prison. Um, I've already served four days in prison and had my life turned upside down and, and shackled to the government's um, you know, leash for two and a half years. So I've served a fair amount of time in a very difficult scenario already. But he decided to elevate the sentencing and punish me very harshly, um, specifically because of free speech. He didn't say the term free speech. He said, I'm essentially punishing you because you've shown no remorse and you're going on media and talking about January 6th and talking about the Washington, D.C. jury pool and talking about the rigged sham um, January 6th trial situation. And he was um, he was deeply offended by that. Uh, he, he put on the record very clearly that he believes Washington, D.C. juries are entirely unbiased. And as proof of this offered the fact that they have careers in multiple fields and not all of them work for the federal government. I'm not sure how anyone finds that to be demonstrative proof that they are unbiased politically, but that was his um, assertion. And he, in fact, called me delusional for contending that the D.C. jury pool is deeply biased and politically. You even made the statement that like 97 percent were Biden voters or or something along those lines. Where did you get that? That's actually a fact. So (laughs) call me delusional, but those are the numbers. Wow. Uh, So it's it's absolutely insane. And I mean, there's we've obviously seen inequitable treatment. Um, There's plenty of video of actual violence happening back even when Don Donald Trump was elected and none of them had to face any consequences. And then you you now have the video where it just shows you just basically walking around. And so what is it like to have just had a sentence? You know, you're going to prison for about three years, you know, at this point time. Um, But then as this is happening, more truth is coming out where they added audio to sensationalize what happened that day. What's that like? Uh, Well, of course, it's infuriating. It's deeply frustrating. And uh, it's 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 flat out scary, Christy, uh, to realize that we are living truly in a digital dystopia where the federal government has represented itself as a lawful and equitable institution. And it is, in fact, entirely the opposite. The the lies are so outright and direct into your face in the open that it's it's this term double speak or double think where we are being gaslit uh, by those in control that continue to say the opposite of reality, just repeating it without stopping over and over and over again. They are telling you a direct inversion of the truth so that you lose your grip on what reality and truth is and you are pummeled into submission to accept whatever they're telling you the truth is so they're telling you that no one is above the law and i am being punished because i broke the law and that they are upholding it equally and yet as you noted we can see with our own eyes if we're looking clearly that there have been unbelievable 
uh, levels of violence and destruction and lawbreaking by factions that support the Marxist progressive regime in power, whether you call that Obama, Biden, or whatever the label is. Um, these people that control the institutions of our government are weaponizing those institutions against citizens who dissent. If you are quiet and compliant and you obey, they'll allow you to have an existence that seems reasonable and people are lulled into sleep. But those who are awake understand that we are literally experiencing a Marxist insurgency like our country has never seen. And it's extremely dangerous. And they hate us. They hate you for acknowledging the truth, for acknowledging that they propagandized this, that they sensationalized what happened that day. He as much as told you, I'm sentencing you even, you know, as hard, more harshly because you spoke out, because you said these things. And so I got to ask you, Marjorie Taylor Greene has been a great advocate for the January Sixers. She's exposed the harsh conditions at the D.C. Gulag. But then all of a sudden she's saying, um, no, for security reasons, we probably shouldn't let even more of the truth come out in terms of like seeing more January 6th footage. What, what, what do you take that as? Well, yeah, I, I'm not exactly sure. I, I want to just say that I appreciate Marjorie Taylor Greene's efforts in spotlighting the uh, just the disgusting be- behavior of the DOJ and the disgusting treatment of American citizens held in prison for years at a time pre-trial before they've been adjudicated. This is a gross civil rights violation. Uh, I don't think anything like this has ever happened in American history, and it's utterly appalling. So Marjorie Taylor Greene needs to continue to fight fiercely against that. I don't understand some of the confusing flip flops or uh, seeming to me political gamesmanship that's going on. I mean, I understand that we call it politics and Marjorie and others probably feel forced to operate within those environments or those constraints. But I think the time for politics is over. I think the time for principles is uh, is now. It's been long time past that we operate based on what's true and right and necessary and not what's politically expedient. Uh, so I would just challenge Marjorie Taylor Greene and anyone else to operate in that way. You can look at me as an example. Um, there's All right, no John, we're going to gonna wrap up with you on the other side, find out how we can help you and support you and offer some hope. They decided to not perp walking, not put him in handcuffs, not do a mugshot because they knew that that would help Trump. Didn't they know this would backfire? We were waiting for the mugshot. We learned today they wouldn't have it, so we've made our own. And it says political prisoner with an image of President Trump. The shirt is being printed now in Texas. It'll be shipping out to you in one week. Political prisoner with Trump on the front there in a mugshot jail background. It's a fundraiser shirt. It says Infowars.com on the back of the shirt. We also have Alex Jones for president. No, I'm not running for president. It's a really nice navy blue, high quality shirt, red, white, and blue. Alex Jones for president. 2024, it's a fun conversational piece and a limited edition shirt. Great way to fund the operation. So get your Alex Jones for President and Trump mugshot shirts at InfoWarsStore.com or by calling toll-free 888-253-3139. I'm a humble person, and I want to say that I'm just a man, but I'm not just a man. Just like you, no matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe 
who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. That's why the system hates you and fears you. And that's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person, because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you always to remember that I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. is Christy Lee and for Harrison Smith. We're talking to January 6er John Strand. He's just been sentenced to about three years and then uh, in prison and then three more years of continued harassment by the U.S. government um, for walking into a welcome welcome sign, essentially, into the Capitol and just walking around. He didn't do anything violent. He was serving his job, he was doing his job as a security for uh, Dr. Um, gosh, Simone Gold. I'm sorry, you guys. I have pregnancy brain and it's early in the morning for me. <laughs> that's that's my like backup plaque. Like, look, I'm pregnant. All the blood is right here. I can't think. Dr. Simone Gold, my gosh. Okay, so you were doing your job. You were serving as security. And, um, exactly. and now the video is out that you're just simply walking around. Um, and I mean, obviously this is better than being sentenced to the 20 plus that you were facing, but it's, it's still scary. It's still harassment. It's still injustice. And so, uh, how are, how are you going to proceed? Well, yeah, Christy, I, I don't think we can overstate, um, the, the, the crisis of putting innocent American citizens in prison. Um, just unjust punishment of innocent people is appalling. We can never accept this. Uh, this is, this is a crime against humanity in that sense. Um, and specifically what we're what we're seeing and allowing right now, myself and other J6ers are political uh, prisoners. And we, we actually have political apartheid here in America. This is this is this is terrible. I don't know how else to put that. But if you were in my shoes and the government just said, we're going to put you in prison for almost three years because you chose to uh, you, you chose to dare and raise your voice against us. Mm-hmm. Our country is 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 dead. Our country is America has fallen. This this is not a hyperbolic thing to say. This is the reality. So this should really take people uh, by, you know, it should take you. <laughs> it should it should concern yeah. you deeply. Yeah, I mean, it, it should it should shake you. It really should. And um, I mean, there's even been talk of 
lawyers going to judges saying um, for those that have done any kind of fundraising to allow themselves to be able to afford legal representation. I want you to add fines on so that they, you know, that equal the amount of the donations they receive. So not only are the January Sixers being targeted and for injustice and persecuted, but they're persecuting basically and defrauding the donors. Can you verify what I've heard about that? It happened to me, Christy. It happened to me. The prosecutor raised the fact that people have donated to my defense and to my uh, just supporting my life and my story as I've been punished and targeted by the government. It is every American's right to donate to those fellow citizens that they choose. Uh, This is absolutely disgusting. It's pure evil. Our government is evil. It's vicious. And they flaunt it openly without any remorse. They will lie to your face and tell you that they are upholding justice, that they are prosecuting J6 defendants because these people are supposedly profiting off their crimes. First of all, let's make this really clear. That's absurd and disgustingly laughable to suggest anyone in J6 is profiting. Our lives and our livelihoods have been decimated by this disgustingly evil DOJ. So no one's getting rich here. We're suffering beyond what most people could understand. Families are losing homes. People are losing jobs and careers, myself included. Uh, And this is just pure evil. But to suggest that they can crack down on American citizens for donating to their fellow citizens, how more totalitarian and literally Nazi fascist can you be? This is evil and totally unacceptable. And people should be outraged. Yeah, absolutely, John. And how can folks continue to support you? I know that you are planning to appeal. Um, so how can people stick it to them if they want to discourage exactly. donations? But how can we resist exactly. that? Exactly. Thank you so much. We You should encourage people to stick it to you know the, this evil DOJ. And so you can absolutely support J6ers broadly. And you can support me by visiting johnstrand.com. And you know, right now you're hearing all of this hubbub about uh, June being Pride Month. We need to take that back. June needs to be Justice Month. We need justice for J6. And I'm going to ask people to call for justice for John Strand. You can do that by sharing the video that we just dropped on my Twitter. And it's on the top of my website at johnstrand.com as well. It's a 14-minute video that will blow your mind, shows every moment start to finish of my journey through the Capitol, protecting an innocent woman in a crowd. The only thing I did that day, and that's why they sent me to prison for almost three years for that, and because I won't stop exercising my First Amendment rights to share the truth, to expose lies and the fraud of the DOJ and the lies of J6, and I will never stop, I'll never be silenced, because I'm an American, it's my right, and it's the right thing to do before God. And we thank you so much for your integrity and for standing on that truth and giving us hope and faith by being that courageous. Thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you for having me, Christy. It's a blessing and an honor. God bless you. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, so again, that was John Strand. Please consider supporting him and other uh, January Sixers. Let's continue to pray for January Sixer Daniel Goodwin. I know he gets sentenced later today. Please pray that justice wins out or at least, you know, he can find some hope in in the midst of this. I want to remind you that we're able to talk about this and, and give this encouragement because of InfoWarsStore.com. Um, as you know, I am fighting the depopulation agenda by carrying a child and doing my part to 
repopulate as they try, the globalists try to depopulate. I feel so good about the products at InfoWarsStore.com. I continue to take the supplements um, throughout my pregnancy. We have uh, vitamin D gummies. Uh, there's a lot of, I don't know if you know this, but sometimes you have an upset stomach uh, when you're pregnant. So it's it's easier for me to take the gummies. The vitamin D gummies are on sale right now, 60 count bottle, $29.95. You can get them for 25% off. If you get the vitamin D gummies right now, we have the magnesium fizz, um, which I guess is out of stock right now, but that's good and something else that I, I like. And then uh, obviously you want that fluoride free toothpaste. Don't want the kids brain affected before they're even entering this world. So got to use that fluoride free toothpaste. We have the super coral fluoride uh, free toothpaste that you can get for $2 off if you buy it right now. This is uh, again, to make sure that my child has a well-working brain, fluoride-free toothpaste. All right, let's take, uh, well, actually, we're running out of time. Well, let's go ahead and start the call with Tove because I want to hear uh, what you have to say about MTG, and we might need to finish it on the other side. Go ahead. Hi, Christy. Good morning. Good morning. I, uh, I went to your Facebook page, and I complimented on you on your excellent interview with Alex. Oh, thank oh, you so right. much. I appreciate that. He's kind of intimidating because he kind of bounces all over the place when you ask him a question. I'm like, I got to try and keep him on track. <laughs> you did. You did. You were like, you never laughed. And you were like, you were like a hardcore reporter. I mean, I try. <laughs> I try. <laughs> Anyway, what did, what was I going to talk about? Tell me what I was going to oh, talk about. Oh, because I was uh, concerned about um, Marjorie Taylor Greene and um, her flip-flopping on the January 6th tapes. You said don't trust her? Yeah, I did this a little while ago. I don't know. I read it constantly. I'm conspiracy 24 and 7. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, she sold out to McCarthy to get him to be the Speaker of the House. And I knew he was a really bad idea. Yeah. All right. Well, we got to hit our break. Thanks for calling to ladies and gentlemen, the truth, the solution is laying right there in front of you, hidden in plain view. Please listen to me in the next 60 seconds. If you go to Wikipedia, it has links to the UN zone website where they admit the number one cause of cognitive disability in the world is iodine deficiency. The number one preventable cause of intellectual disability is lack of real pure iodine in the body as they bomb us with the bad halogens, bromine, bromide, chlorine, and so much more. Upwards of 2 billion people in a Lancet Medical Journal study in 2007 worldwide have cognitive disabilities because they don't have high quality iodine. Most iodine is bound to other elements, you don't absorb it. We have X3, all three types of the good iodine together that supercharges your body. X3 is now back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. It's being sold out for over six months for 25% off. X3, back in stock. Take action now. InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Christy Lee. Christy Lee here on American Journal. Uh, in for Harrison Smith. 
talking to you folks. Thanks for holding on the phone and you can continue to do that as you watch the show and I will try and sprinkle those phone calls in as I have time. We do have a couple more guests today. We're going to be talking to Joshua Reed from AMP News. He's a host there, a great researcher, speaker. Um, but before we do that, we were talking to Tove from Ontario. Uh, was really interested in what folks have to think about Marjorie Taylor Greene. I've really, really liked her and I've liked her boldness, but then I find it confusing this relationship she has with Speaker McCarthy and then the latest thing that she said about, um, no, actually we're not going to release all of the January 6th uh, tapes to the public because of uh, security concerns, which is the parroted line that we were hearing from all of the left leftists who lied about January 6th. So that was kind of alarming. So Tove, what do you got for us about uh, how you feel about this situation? Okay. Well, first of all, uh, Christy, I do think that I read somewhere that almost all the Congress and government are compromised. They either use the carrot or the mm. stick. And I think what happened is they have something on her or she was forced to switch like that. Now, I know there's a woman named Laura Loomer who ran for Congress, and she fully doesn't trust, uh, if you know who Laura Loomer is. Yeah. She doesn't, yeah, she doesn't trust Marjorie at all. Mm. And uh, just like the whole dishonest, like how we kind of thought dishonest was a good guy, but uh, he's back and he's, he's compromised. I, I just believe they all are. And now I'm going to kind of transition into the idea that this is more of a spiritual battle. Like, I do believe that there is a satanic power at work. I think, it, you know how the, the levels, right? You got your, your families, like your Rockefeller, Rockfiles, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I think it goes way, way up. I don't, I think, I, like, I listen to uh, Jeff Rent's radio. I don't know if you're aware of him. But anyway, he had a guest on who's got a book called The Last Harvest. And he talks about how there's the Heavenly Father, the Divine Father, and there's these people, well, these entities, like fallen angels, like Lucifer and, and Satan and all this, yeah. how they're working. And also, it's, it's extra, uh, extraterrestrial. There are gray aliens, uh, I forget the name he used, but they're all working to destroy our planet. And he, in this book... I don't know if you can get a hold of this book, but I haven't read it myself. But it just shows that this thing goes way farther than just the government and the red bankers and the people that just... Like, yes, there is a depopulation agenda. They want about 90, 95% of us gone. Mm -hmm. They want to keep a few around for slaves until they can, I don't know, AI roboticize it. But it's pretty frightening stuff. Yeah, it is. But um, like you said, thankfully, what a hope we have in Jesus, you know, and we continue to recognize just being aware that this is a spiritual battle is half the battle, you know, because then we can pray ahead of it and, and uh, truly know with discernment why things are happening the way that they're happening. But I thank you so much for your phone call, Tove, uh, from Ontario. Always a joy to talk to you. Appreciate your support on my Facebook page. Uh, I'm I'm encouraged that you're actually seeing my posts on Facebook. They have me so heavily suppressed right now. So that would be great if more of you want to follow me on Facebook just to stick it to Facebook because they've been trying to make real hard to keep me under 100,000 uh, followers. I've been like stuck at 
you know, just under that forever because uh, they don't show anyone my my stuff. But anyways, let's get to our guest, Joshua Reed. He is a, a speaker, a researcher, um, AMP News host, uh, Project Insomniac I need to learn more about. So thank you so much for coming on with me. This is the first chance I've had to talk to you. We're both doing work for ampnews.us right now. That's American Media Periscope. And this is the first chance that you and I have had to chat. So thank you for coming on with me today. Thanks, Christy. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm with American Media Periscope. I've been working with them for a few years now. Absolutely awesome over there. I was doing DEF CON 5, a show with James Grunvig um, as a co-host there and starting my own show here in the next few weeks called The Project Insomniac that's going to answer, deep dive into all of the questions that keep us up at night. You know, well I love the name. Years. I love that. Yeah, for over two and a half decades, Christy, I've been doing research into all of this stuff, what I call the unfolding global conspiracy, um, two and a half decades of research into the occult, esoteric, uh, the, the dark magicians, the dark occult, and everything that they've been doing on this planet to usher in what we consider to be the new world order. Um, and th- great thanks to InfoWars as well, because they have been this guiding light for many people for decades upon this. But, you know, Christy, There's a lot of questions out there to answer. And in 2017, 2018, I created the Red Pill Project. Uh, That is uh, kind of my own little thing that I have going on, my podcast, everything like that, redpills.tv. And, you know, we've been looking at what's happening and we're seeing this information warfare expand beyond uh, what it was a decade ago. And psychological warfare, uh, it, it is taking a hold on the world right now. There's so much disinformation, misinformation being propagated out there by these people. And America right now is in this dire position where what is real and what's not real. We're being gaslit by Congress and Senate. This last vote with McCarthy was a prime example of this. But there is this deeper agenda that is going on, and and it, it is scary. And like your last caller just said, this is a spiritual war. And this is biblical in its nature because what we're progressing forth towards, if we don't do anything, I got Klaus Schwab on. I mean, this is this is easy bugs is they are creating a slave matrix for you, me and everybody else. And they want to depopulate the world. I know you know this. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I'm trying. I'm doing my part. Where, where's your preg- men can get pregnant now, Josh? Where's your pregnancy belly? <laughs> I'm trying to do my part to keep us populated. Isn't that funny, though? We're going to talk more about this, you know, uh, transhumanism agenda and everything. But these people that have this these agendas there, it's like if things were allowed to proceed and they they weren't able to go along with their plans, they end up making themselves extinct because they're for androgyny. They're for making little children sterilize themselves and mutilate themselves. I mean, it's like they would extinct themselves if we just left it alone and then we didn't know about these other agendas, right? Well, you're you're right. And the Thing that they're doing right now is making sure that that doesn't happen. We know that they're depopulating the world. They want to get rid of what they consider to be useless eaters. But at the same time, you have to ask the question is, what is this research that they're doing? You know, Christy, one of the biggest parts of my research that I did over the last uh, five years was I was fascinated with what happened to Hillary Clinton's emails. What happened to those 33,000 emails that just went missing? And I remember Inspector General McCullough of the intelligence community talking before Senate on this and saying that it's classified, it's classified. We can't discuss what's in those emails or special access programs. 
So I did some research. I went out there and I started looking what happened before this. And what you start seeing is that there's this trend in the military. By the way, I served 10 years in the United States Navy. I did narco-terrorism and human trafficking interdiction in the South Mm. Pacific. I have some horrible stories to tell, but I won't do that here. Um, it was it was my red pill moment in the world to see what was really going on and how this stuff actually operated. Mm. But what I began to see, Christy, is that there was certain weapon technology that was kind of being stolen and being sent to foreign countries. There's a 2006 incident that happened to the Defense Logistics Agency. Um, you have Major General Kevin Sullivan, who's the head of the Defense Logistics Agency, who has his team bring in what's known as Mark 12 uh, nuclear triggers. These are triggers for ballistic missiles. And they get labeled as helicopter batteries. They get sent over to Taiwan and eventually get interdicted on the way over to China by Taiwanese intelligence. And Major uh, General Kevin Sullivan and 10 other general officers lose their job. Well, my my thoughts on this, because I worked in weapon technology in the military, is this doesn't make any sense. You can't confuse a box of classified technology for helicopter batteries. And then I find this connection that Major General Kevin Sullivan, well, he's has an adopted son who goes by the name of Jaden X, who was the guy who filmed oh the whole- Oh my gosh. We're going to have to hear more about that after we hit this break real quick, Josh. Uh, that's, that's a hell of a tease. We'll be back right after this. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda in the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding, is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. Please give me one minute of your time. Please write this down and please go look this up. It will change your life. The UN admits and the Lancet Medical Journal admits that upwards of 2 billion people have mental disabilities and declining cognitive abilities. The term they use is intellectual disability because of lack of iodine. Most iodine in the environment is bound to other elements so your body can't absorb it. Only pure iodine can really be absorbed right into the cells. And InfoWarsStore.com has the only iodine out there that actually has this type of full effect. Ladies and gentlemen, X3 has been sold out for six months. It's very hard to produce, and it's finally back in stock. In fact, I was just taking some before I shot this ad. This, ladies and gentlemen, is powerful. You and your family need it. It's 25% off back in stock. X3, try iodine exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. Take action now, but regardless, research this info. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Yes, they're trying to wake me up here. <laughs> 
I'm awake. I'm awake. <laughs> this is Christy Lear filling in for Harrison Smith. Harrison Smith was giving me the vote of confidence I, I noticed on Twitter. What a sweetheart. I love him. Uh, so he'll be back. Don't worry. Uh, you can follow Harrison Smith or me on Twitter now you know, that we're not censored there for now. So go ahead. Christy Lee TV on Twitter. And then we have uh, Harrison Smith. I'm sure you're following him already as well. All right. Right now we have Joshua Reed, who has a fascinating story, was red-pilled um, with his his background in the military, it sounds like. And uh, we were just talking, well, I'm just going to have you recap for us because you were, we were getting into a kind of intense discussion before we had to hit the to the break. So go ahead, Josh. Yeah, Chrissy, thanks. You know, what I was talking about there is a nuclear incident that happened in 2006, 2007. Um, and this was dealing with stolen military technology that was on its way to China. So you know, you get this impression that somehow, you know, military officers are selling this technology. We know this pay for play scheme that was going on. And this guy, Major General Kevin Sullivan, who was the head of the Defense Logistics Agency, got reprimanded and forced in the retirement during this time. His son is John Sullivan, Jaden X, who filmed the whole January 6th. And he filled Ashley Babbitt, all of this stuff. And so this connection, I was like, whoa, this, this, there's something wrong here. So I started digging into this and you start finding that over the years, there's multiple different types of incidences like this. And I believe that what we're actually seeing on the surface is a cover up of something much, much greater. And so we know Barack Obama comes in after this. He starts these educational exchange programs with China during this time. And then we have the Snowden incident. And then we have Barack Obama win reelection and fire over 120 military general officers. Well, it's my my theory that these military general officers were basically part of an investigation looking into who was selling military secrets, because that would prompt some type of investigation. Well, now what happens is you have everything that starts coming out. You have the pedogate, pizzagate aspect that all starts coming out. And I think that during their investigation of trying to find out who was selling U.S. military secrets, they uncovered this even more dark, sinister world of pizzagate. Now, Christy, as another part of this, we have Inspector General McCullough of the Intelligence Committee who was testifying on Hillary Clinton's emails. And the question is, is what was in these emails and why have they never been released? Why were they ashen burned? And why is Washington even covering it up? Well, I think I figured it out. You know, one of these companies that was working at the Defense Logistics Agency was EG&G. They've been around since the Manhattan Project. And they were actually the same company that a guy by the name of Bob Lazar said he worked for in the 1980s at S4 and recovering various different types of alien technology and reverse engineering it. And Bob Lazar said something very interesting. He says, we need to get this technology out of the black projects and into the universities. Well, what's interesting, and we know this from the Huber and the Horowitz report, that every time that Hillary Clinton replied or uh, forwarded an email back to her State Department email address, it would send it in the metadata to this Gmail address that which they found out had an IP address that was in close proximity to China. Mm. So wondering, OK, well, what was in these emails? Well, Donald Trump actually figured this out when he came in, because the first thing that Donald Trump did is he started shutting down these education exchange programs with China. And within the midst of four years, you see 32 college professors arrested and fined. You want to know the one connection they all had? They were all working on special access programs for the Department of Energy, NASA, and the Department of Defense. They, so what was in Hillary Clinton's emails? It was the professors in the universities that were granted these special access programs, reverse engineering of technology, of high-level technology. 
And Hillary Clinton was pay for play, sending this information over to China so China would know the university and the professor, bring them over, coerce them, and get that technology and the research. This is how China was able to advance their technological scope within just a decade to mass the United States of America. But, you know, Chrissy, this goes much, much deeper. I mean, that's just the technological aspect. What we're dealing with here right now, this transhumanist agenda, this spans from all of this stuff. Basically, what we have is kind of this this secluded branch of humanity, or if you want to call them humanity, I think they're demonic or, or right. even think they're human for this, this level. But what they're doing is they're siphoning off technology. They're developing this kind of breakaway civilization. You know, Yuval Noah Harari talks about it. He says that they're building a technological arc for when the people find out what they're doing, that they can escape, they can reset the world. And we're in the midst of this great reset right now. And so, Chrissy, I, want, I wanted to talk about this, the, the transhumanistic agenda. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some big revelations coming out about Jeffrey Epstein right now. And one of them is this company, the Southern Trust. This is where this subpoena is being issued with um, uh, with Page from Google. And, and we don't know where he is. Sergey Brin was subpoenaed. Um, you know, Bill Gates was subpoenaed. JP Morgan Chase is involved in this. Southern Trust was a DNA data mining company that targeted underprivileged, poverty-stricken kids in the Caribbean. What did Jeffrey Epstein want with these same type of kids that he targeted for um, for child trafficking? Well, I think we're we're starting to understand a little bit more about this because this company, Southern Trust, is directly company, uh, connected with Regina Dugan with what's known as a project called the Welcome Leap, which is developed out of the Welcome Trust. Okay, she's the former head of DARPA. She's the former head of the DARPA equivalent at Google and Facebook. So I think what these people are doing, and from what my research is showing, is they're taking children and utilizing them for medical experimentation for the expansion of longevity, immortality, and technological integration into humanity. And this is this is a massive claim. I understand that. But what better, in, I guess, in their perspective, type of human being to utilize than a child who has this um, this natural healing power, this natural growth phenomenon? Their DNA is more pure and undamaged by regular elements. And so we start have to start asking questions of where are these children really going? Was human trafficking basically this this uh, this illusion? that they were using to cover up medical experimentation on children to expand their scientific journey in the transhumanism. These people, they said they want immortality. This is what they want to create. They want to be the gods that rule over us. Wow. I mean, I'm just blown away that you managed to make connections between Hillary Clinton's emails, uh, the transhumanism agenda, and also missing kids, Pizzagate. Like, you just rolled it all in, made the connections. That's that's incredible. And that is why you do deep dives, and that's why you're doing Project Insomniac. And when is that coming out, and how can we watch that? So we're, we're set to launch here in a few weeks. I think we might be delayed just a few more weeks after that just because of production issues. But people can find out more information on ampnews.us. That's the place to go. Go on over there, subscribe. Um, that's where we'll be doing. We'll, our show will be five days a week, Monday through Friday, live on Rumble. And then it'll be put up on American Media Periscope's website after that where people can watch it, um, including all extended content that we're going to have. But it will be live on Rumble. So I I urge everybody to go to our Rumble channel as well and subscribe over there. That's just uh, you just type in AMP 
news and that should come up you'll see amp news channel you can go and subscribe there um so project insomniac yeah we're gonna deep dive into tons of stuff so a lot of the topics that i talk about on my my other shows and my other podcasts uh, at the red pill project is we talk about ancient history alternative history we talk about tartaria the mud floods we talk about um the occult the esoteric david whitehead's a good friend of mine we've been doing a lot of research and investigation um into kind of this big medical conspiracy that's unfolding into the dark occult and how um kind of this aspect of evil their agenda how this arose where it came from where it's headed uh, what i call the dark magicians if you want to look at it like that from alistair crawley on forth to the current day and how this whole culture was formulated that is known as satanism or luciferianism and where this derived from from the mid 19th century mid 20th century occultism and kind of how it infiltrates into our current worldview and has really given rise to people like klaus schwab and, and has become a cult and their new religion of what they consider to be the new world that they're developing it's also fascinating so you can also find my show Monday through Friday on American Media Periscope. Just go to ampnews.us, ampnews.us. And uh, I stick to more of the news and the political commentary, but this is what's really intrigued me. I feel like anytime that you're um, somewhat recently red-pilled, it's just like you're starving for more of this information. What else don't I know? What else is is happening behind the scenes? And so we so appreciate what you're doing with uh, Project Insomniac and being able to do deeper dives into the subjects. Well, we had taken a call before we had you come on. So I'm going to have you stay on for our, our, our like about five more minutes um, into our next hour uh, just to wrap up um, other things that you're working on and how we can find you. So we're going to have uh, Josh back just after this break. And then we're going to have Ali London, who can really speak from personal experience. He detransitioned and now he is trying to get people's attention. Like this is not the way to go. This is this especially timely in Pride Month. So we're excited to have Ali London join us in the next hour as well but we're going to finish things up with josh on the other side also planning on trying to get back to your phone calls at some point so thanks for watching uh, and support infowarsstore.com i talk a lot about the great successes infowars has had i don't think anybody can deny it and it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us when we talk about the crew at infowars people behind the scenes the researchers the writers they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when you look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself and the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. And I want to encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. and That's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com. And you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life while at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now.